It's the Nebraska Hour. And Greg's here again. I'm Timmy Nebraska. Hi. Or McGee, I guess. That's, that's, your friends call you McGee. We don't have to have this conversation every week. Well, I'm just making sure. You can call you know. me whatever you want. <laughs> uh, how you doing, dude? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, I had a good week. I did. had a pretty good week, man. Um, got a lot done. Did a couple beer tours again this week. Nice. It was fun. Nice. Last Saturday was fantastic. Shout out to the uh, Yale National Championship lacrosse team. There you go. Very from, nice. From 2018, I guess. Very nice. Um, you want to watch basketballs? Yes. Baseballs? Baseballs, too. There's some funny things that happened in baseball this week. Did anybody else get seven-game no-hitters? No. That was funny. No. But, um, so... First off, there was an umpire that that uh, umped his like two thousandth game, right? Cowboy Joe West. Cowboy Joe West, yeah. right? So, do you know what he requested for his like little ceremony thing? I heard it was obnoxious. I don't know what it was. Okay, so he requested the Padres mascot, who was a giant chicken. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know the chicken's famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, to present him with a bouquet of flowers. The chicken was at WrestleMania when. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's I right. Read, I had I've had this weird thing about mascots. I've read a ton of books about <laughs> like the weirdest mascots. Stuff. I know. I wanted to be one, and I got to be one for one game in basketball in college, and it was everything I had dreamed it to be. You know, it was awesome. <laughs> I had so much fun. And somewhere my homie's dad has it on, like, VHS, because I'm old. Because right? <laughs> like, I'm old. That's hilarious. Right? Because he was, he, my homie played on the basketball team at Susquehanna University. Shout out to Brad Roush. And, um, he his dad filmed it and like came to the game and like filmed it and so somewhere there's video footage of me in the mascot costume. What's the mascot for Susquehanna? At the time, they've changed it a recent or recently, but at the time it was the Crusaders, Susquehanna University Crusaders, and they decided to get a mascot and for some reason they got a tiger costume with like a with like a. A mask and a cape, you know, it wasn't oh, crazy. Like, like okay. it wasn't like an old guy who went to war in good because the Crusaders, the, those guys suck. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Those guys, those guys were pretty bad. Recently, they changed it to like the red hens or some some oh, sort crazy. of bird reference, some sort of bird reference. Yeah. So yeah, Cowboy Joe West requested that the, the San Diego Padres chicken legendary. Uh, wanted to, he wanted uh, the chicken to present him with a bouquet of flowers. That was his request before the game, but which where, I think is really funny. But the game wasn't in San Diego, nor did it involve the Padres. <laughs> it did not, yes. Okay. That's probably, that's the funniest part of it, I think. <laughs> so, other thing. Uh, where was it? Was it in, like, it was in, like, it was uh, in St. Louis? S- it was uh, St. Louis and the White Sox. Yeah. It was in Chicago. Okay. Um, That game, he was the one, he, he had to go switch the hat out of the pitcher because he had pine tar on his hat. I remember. Um, so there was a game in Washington, the Reds and the Nationals were playing and huge rain delay the other night and like pouring rain. And Jeez. there was like no fans in the stands out during the rain delay because it was such a hard torrential downpour. You might heard, I see your smile already. You might you probably already heard this. So this guy goes out and gets stark naked in the stands and runs on the field and uses the tarp as a slip and slide. Yeah. Okay, so then he's running around, and there's not a lot of security because it's raining. He just took off, right? (laughs) 
And like, I tried to find the video of this. I thought it'd be hilarious. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. They probably scrubbed that from the yeah. from the the, the whole deal there. But so then while he's trying to run away, baseball's wild. He went and climbed inside the roll, the tarp where the tarp was rolled up at, inside the tunnel. <laughs> and there's a security guard one on each side, and he's just inside of it. Just it's, stuck. Yeah. Just stuck. Just there. surrounded. He's just like shit. It was so funny. It's so funny. He, like hide, he'd hide and they'd run by and then he'd pop out <laughs> and back out. Uh, I don't know what he thought, man, but it's hilarious. That's funny. So then, uh, because of this, uh, I re- the reference is partially because so there was a tweet uh, yesterday, the day before, I believe, um, about how Ron Artest was not in the wrong for going to punch the stand, punch the fan in the malice of the palace. And Ron Artest responded to the tweet that said that the reason that that happened was the fan that threw the beer at him, it was a bet for 50 bucks. And then Ron Artest knows this because now him and the fan that he hit are, are cool. That's awesome. Which is pretty cool. So I just assume that the guy that got naked into the slip inside, his buddy's like, hey, I, I got 300 bucks. You won't get stark naked and run down yeah. the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, buddy? It's a rain delay. I've been drinking more beers than I probably should have. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm jamming. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. In fact, use that three hunch to bail me out. Here I yeah, go. Like, yeah. Hold my beer. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, though. Hilarious. Baseball wild, man. Baseball is wild. I wonder why Cowboy Joe is called Cowboy. Um, I'm not sure that either. He has a really good name, though. Joe West, Cowboy. I mean, it just kind of yeah, fits, you right? You go out west, you ride your, on your horse into the sunset. You know, like, yeah. it just fits. Classic. Me. Either that or he's the guy that's like, has. I'm not sure what his voice sounds like, I guess. Other than ball strikes, stuff like that. But maybe he has like a real old Western kind of voice. He's like the real raspy type of Clint Eastwood voice or something like that. Probably from Rhode Island. Um, <laughs> okay. Actually, there's a weird number of. I don't know where he's from. I have no idea. There's a weird number of basketball referees that are all from the same county in Delaware. Maybe he's from there. Really? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, including, that's a, including Tim Dine. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure you're going to say that one. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, last week, we, well, you, you fixed the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Bravo. I think that they, their roster, if they follow advice, is, is solid. You fixed it. You, bravo. Clap. If I, if I had empty hands, I'd clap for it. Golf clap. Yeah, golf clap. <laughs> um, so let's keep fixing teams. Let's do the Pistons. The Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons. Pistons are weird because they have a lot of people that are still under contract and stuff. Eleven. But a bunch of those guys are going into their last year. Right here, I can run it down real quick. Jeremy Grant has two more years after this past one, um, under contract. And he's he's like their biggest financial commitment. Yeah. And then they got Corey Joseph, who's entering the last year of his deal. It's a pretty big deal, but it's not fully guaranteed. It's like $12 million, I think. 12.6, but not fully guaranteed. Only partially guaranteed. Uh, Mason Plumley has two more years of his deal at like $8 million a year. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., done. He was, uh, this was the end of his contract. Um, Killian Hayes has a year and then two team option years. He was a rookie this year. So he'll be around for a while, right? Um, Rodney Magruder is entering the final year of his deal. Uh, Josh Jackson entering the final year of his deal. Sakudu Mbuya 
I don't know if I did that right, but I did my best. Dumbuye. Dumbuye. He is, um, he has this year and then a team option. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is this year, two years uh, of teams, not team options. Sadiq Bey is the same this year, then two year team options. Wayne Ellington is done uh, contract wise. Jaleel Okafor is entering the last year of his deal. Hamadou Diallo is off the book. Well, he's restricted, though. Restricted free agent. Right. But, and then there's uh, Davidus Servidus. Who is surprisingly good. He if has, you remember the last, cheap. one of the last games the Nuggets played was against the Pistons. Yes. And Servidus had like 24 points. Well, career he's high. got two more years under, under his deal. So um, there's at least three or four empty spots. They have one first round pick in three seconds. And like I said, really, the only people they have a lot of money tied up in is Jeremy Grant and, you know, Corey Joseph and Mason Plumlee. Other than that, the you know, nobody's getting more than $5 million, five and a half. They million. have a lot of money to spend. Right. Free agency-wise, too. And they need a lot of help. They do. So, they're probably going to have to do something in the draft. Impressive. Some sort of trade where they put a couple of these mid mid guys that are entering the last year, coming off the books at the end of next year, and and make some sort of trade happen. And then they're probably going to also have to sign somebody in free agency. They're probably going to have to do the trifecta. Yeah, they're they're these guys uh, from my, looking through it um, the last couple of days. Um, I think that it was it's harder to come up with an idea of what to do with the Pistons. Than it was for the Rockets. Yeah, I was thinking that too when I was looking at it, man. This is much more you this is like a GM's dream. If you're getting a job, you want a situation like this where you can you really can totally tear it down if you want it, to. Right. And you have one or two guys that can kind of bridge you to the next time, you know, to the next age. You know? So I put together the same as last week a little bit, just like uh makeshift starting five with the guys that are already signed in the team. And uh, Killian Hayes is the one, and Josh Jackson is the two. Isn't Josh Jackson off contract though? No, he's got this. Oh, he's okay. going into his last he's year. Going into his last year. Got it. Um, Sadiq Bay to three. Yeah. Jamie Grant to four, and then the Plum Dog Millionaire at Plum five. Dog millionaire. Uh, I like it. That's a fine base, but we can make it better. Yeah. And we can certainly make the team better. We're ideally we don't have all five of those guys in the squad at the end of the show. Well, we'll get there. So let's start with the draft. Are All they right. the projected to be the they're projected to be the three pick? So let's presume they well, the are the two pick. Oh, two pick, pardon me. Yeah, two so pick. let's presume they are. Um, who did we take off the board with Houston last year? Cade Cunningham. That's right. That's who is probably. like the obvious one? If for some reason the Pistons get to one, they're yeah. taking Cade Cunningham. So I don't think who whoever wins the lottery is taking Cade. Let's presume they have the second pick, and and Cade Cunningham's off the board, books. Okay. Off so the, board. Off the, board. the um, most of the mock drafts and stuff like that have uh, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. Oh yeah, two pick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I think Jalen Suggs is probably gonna be a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, but there's a but. I think I would rather have Davion Mitchell from Baylor. Why? He's a, he's a better three point shooter percentage wise in college. God, that's so he's important. A, he, and he is a great defender. Like also, we we saw we saw in the, in the tournament how well Butler defends, and Davion Mitchell and uh, the other guard Jared Butler played for Butler um, were phenomenal defensively, and so with a two pick I'm gonna go a little bit of a a little bit of a shocker, 
and I would take Davion Mitchell. Or the option would be you could trade down and still get Davion Mitchell. Maybe. If you trade to four or five. Um, yeah, you would trade just a couple spots. And maybe you get you package your two pick and you have three second round picks. And the second round picks are not like real valuable in the NBA. No, then it's not like the NFL where you're getting a projected starter in the yeah, second round. You're getting a guy that might not make the team in second round. You, you gotta out. find somebody who really wants Jalen Suggs if they're if you're asking them to trade up two spots. So and part of the trade deal would be Josh Jackson. Oh, Josh Jackson, a swap of the picks, and an extra pick or two. Yeah, maybe not this year, but no, yeah, um, next but, future, you know, second rounder. future second rounder or yeah. future first rounder. Yeah, that's I like protected. That. I like maybe that. something like that. I like that. Um, so let's say they trade down like the four pick, and they can still take Davion Mitchell for the base of this show. Uh, it's hard to like do that because if we're fixing all these teams. Then we'd have to keep track of where we traded to, we're not, we're not and that's a, and that's a pain. Yes. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. So I'm just going Davion Mitchell yeah. as the Pistons pick. Okay, I like that. Um, and then they had the number 37 pick, who actually is a pretty good value. There's a couple guys that are good value there. 37 is like, you know, the front half of the second yeah, round. It's, it's like the top like know, seven, you the seven pick is like around. You know, you could probably get some talent there. So I got two how guys. Deep, how deep is this year's draft? Is it considered to um, be deep? I don't think it's real, real deep necessarily, but there is some definite value in early second round picks. Okay. So one of the guys I really like in like Plumlee is a really good center, and you're going to need to keep him around anyway just so you have a starting center and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you could get Charles Basie at 37. I don't he's know a, that is. He's a giant monster center from Western Kentucky. Okay. And he was going to oh, be— Oh, I've seen this guy. He's a big he's guy. A big he's, boy. he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, you could solidify, solidify your inside, like, you know, rim protection on the, second, on the second squad that way. Yeah. Or there's a guy named Kessler Edwards from Pepperdine who was a great just shoot, spot-up shooter for a long time. And then this year, he really, really made a jump to be a slashing, like going to the basket, attacking kind of player. Okay. Defensively, maybe a kind of liability. Um, I'm not sure if he's a guy that's going to be able to defend the perimeter against as a three yeah. in the NBA. But he's not going to be like a starter necessarily either. So, but he gives you some backup help. And on the backup squad here, you don't have a lot of help. Um, Isaiah Stewart is a center. Yeah. A little undersized for your, like, there's not a seven-footer at all. Domboye, um, they say he's a center, but he's more of like a, like a middle four or five kind of guy. Okay. Uh, you just don't have a lot of help in the back. Okafer, I just don't have any faith in him. He was supposed to be great with the Sixers, uh, number one pick, all that stuff. Yeah, he never really, really, really busted out. him. Is that a situation where once he got his first contract, he didn't? It wasn't. He just didn't work hard anymore. Um, that could be an option. Either that, or he's not as athletic to compete at that size. You know, yeah. maybe because he put some weight on. That's true. He wasn't small. He was never small. Yeah. But when he got bigger, it was. And then he like really couldn't get the floor anymore. And and the game had changed in just those few years, mm-hmm. where like you couldn't have Embiid, Noel, and Okafor, who's how are you going to play him? There's not a spot for him to play. 
and maybe because of that, he got discouraged. We went to Chicago and just like lost motivation. You know, like I that happens that. too. I could see that. So the number 49 pick, actually, uh, quite a bit of value as well. Two second rounders. Huh? They have three. Oh, wow. They have three. Um, Isaiah Livers, or Levers, I guess. I'm not sure how to pronounce it exactly. Was um, probably the best player from Michigan this year. Yeah. And he missed the tournament yeah. from injury and stuff. And he really dropped down in the draft projections. I think that his injury is not that bad. It's just an ankle injury. And it seemed like he's recovering because he was going to play in the tournament if they had made it to, like, the Final Four. Yeah, I remember. Um, but they project him to be around that spot, around, like, the, the mid to late 40s. Local guy. And, yeah, exactly. You get a local guy. You get a guy that the, the fan base in Detroit has seen play a lot. And then you can kind of replace um, Josh Jackson. You Sadiq Bay is, is a pretty good player. I didn't think so for a long time. Is he going to make another jump, though? Um, I mean, well, that's hopefully, um, if we're the GM of the Pistons, I really hope so. Um, yeah. But he was a, he's a young guy, too. He was a, just a draft pick, couple, like, two years, two years ago, ago. Two years ago. So, with Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay, Jimmy Grant, Plumlee, uh, Davion Mitchell, Basie or Edwards, either way, right? And and Levers, they could be a, you. You kind of you solidify team. the middle of your of your uh, of your lineup, yeah. and you solidify the, the second team a lot. Yeah, really young though. You like you might be up in the top five again next year, but it's kind of what you're looking for to, re- to recover fast. Yeah, true. That's how you rebuild. You you be bad. You know, if um, you're bad for a couple years in a row, then hopefully you can make a giant jump. Yeah, like the Sixers. Um, what about free agency? Do they have any, like, I wouldn't have thought the, they could have gotten Jeremy Grant. Well, Jeremy Grant was a sign and trade, but I wouldn't have thought that they could have gotten like Plumlee and all these guys last year. No, uh, Grant and Plumlee signed with the Pistons instead of the Nuggets. No, the, well, yes, but Grant was a sign and trade. Who'd we get back? I don't know, but it, they got, they did that so that he could have a bigger contract. Oh, okay. So there's one more pick in the second round, though, too. There's a guy named Flip Petrusev. Yeah, I've heard this name. So he played at Gonzaga. Yeah. And then instead of he was going to go to the draft last year and decided not to, and he went and played in Serbia for uh, Mega B-Max. I'm sure they're a powerhouse. And Yeah, they are. And uh, he had a good season. Yeah. Um, he averaged like 17 and a half points a game. Okay. Um, for a Serbian league that's a tough league. Flip mode squad. Yeah, flip Petrusev. So there's value to all three of the second round picks, even though I wouldn't have thought this was a deep draft like that necessarily. Yeah. They just have, happen to land in spots they can get those guys. A lot of people think that Flip Petrusev might make a jump to the first round um, if he comes and performs well and does the workouts and stuff. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of video of the Serbian like league. Why not? Not that I could find, at least. State control of the video um, cameras? I'm not sure. I couldn't find much on him, though. Just as a just a quick video clips, I couldn't find much. Now, I'm sure NBA scouts have more pull than I do to find, and more resources to find and video they clips. they probably have seen, you know, seen footage of him. From- yeah, yeah. I can find Gonzaga fo- footage. Yeah. But I can't find anything from this season. That's wild. Um, or not much, other than just a couple little highlight clips. Um, I'm, I feel like a lot more players are going to be playing overseas and in the G League instead of going to college. Well, there's, I mean, we'll get to this in the next few weeks too, but uh, Jared, uh, 
I forget what his name is. It's, I, oh, I don't know. It's exactly. But there's, there's, and there's also these, these there's twins. So. Jalen Green and Jared Kuzminga or something like that. They're, they're going out, out of 11th grade. Um, and they played in the G League. Those guys played in the G League last year, too. Oh, but I mean, going into this year, there's a bunch of kids that are choosing the G League over college. Oh, yeah, year. yeah. And they're making money instead of not making money. Well, we saw that they that, that the G League didn't <laughs> hurt their um their draft stock, really, no, not this no. year. No, no. Um, which that was a big deal was, oh, if you go play in the G League, nobody's going to see you. Uh, you're not gonna your draft stock and your hype isn't gonna be as big. You're not gonna get contract deals like uh, endorsements and stuff like that. Yeah, not the case. And that's not the case. So uh, free agency. Yeah, let's talk about free agency. Who could, like I said, I couldn't have ever imagined them getting anybody last year. Who can they go, you know, sell a bill of goods to, or maybe they could find somebody like Jeremy Grant who feels like they're being used wrong, you know, and wants an opportunity to be. More of this or more of that instead of... See, I think that the Jeremy Grant sign uh, was kind of a mistake for the Pistons anyway. Too good Um, for where they're at right now? He's not as good of an offensive player. Uh, I don't want Jeremy Grant to be my my main scorer. I don't want him to be my dominant guy. Maybe you do. Whoops. Maybe you do if you want him to, if you want to have a top five. Well, I mean, (laughs) good point. Good so point. maybe somebody's brilliant. Over at the but, drip, I mean, but now you get a top, now you get a number two pick, um, and you can take, you know, you can take Davian Mitchell. That's a good scorer, good shooter, um, can hit the spot up three, good ball handler. Killian Hayes made a big step. You can play them together. Uh, both pretty good defensively. Yeah. Both got good size. So the combination might be great. It's kind of like the Pistons style, though, right? Because, like, when the Pistons won the title, uh, they didn't really have one dominant scorer. They had a good core group of guys that could all do a lot of things. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the style of just Detroit in the first place, right? Is like, blue-collar, hard-working city, just tough people. Right. Um, so, free agent options, Austin Rivers, maybe. Oh, yeah, he's only um, signed through the end of the season yeah. for the Nuggets. Austin Rivers, I think, would be a great pickup for the Pistons. Right. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, I think I a that. good pickup for him too. Yeah. Also, local kind of guy. Probably leaving Dallas. Probably leaving Dallas. Or uh, Malik Monk. Ooh. Um, doesn't I like get that. a yeah. I like that name. Malik Monk doesn't get a lot of playing time for Charlotte. Uh, they're, and, kinda, they're sneaky deep. Yeah, they are. They have a lot of players that uh, high draft picks. And just rotation kind of guys. And he, uh, Charlotte plays a weird, like, 5-5 five, five switch rotation. Instead of being like, oh, well, we're going to bring out this one guy and put in this guy. They play 10 guys. Kind of the Nuggets do a little bit. Yeah. Um, and they're signable for sure, too. Like, those are guys that they have the money to sign. It's not going to be like they're – those guys are getting max contract deals from – from the Lakers or Miami no, Heat no, or somebody no, no. like they're, that. They're attainable. Definitely. Um, so I think that's a reasonable sign deal. Um, I would rather have Malik Monk and Hardaway yeah. than Austin Rivers. I could see that. Especially if I'm drafting Mitchell as my number two pick in the first place. I could see that. Uh, or another option. 
can make some trades. Yeah, let's talk about some trades. And at least one good one. Or something. There's a there's a deal. I think that Victor Oladipo is attainable. Um, he's been moved around quite a bit. The injury deal, and then Houston, and now Miami. He's getting passed around a lot. He's getting passed around a lot, and maybe he could find a home with Detroit. And then you have a score because Oladipo could score. Still, even post injuries, man, I don't think he's as good of a defender as he was, and he's maybe a little bit less explosive, but he's still a scorer. Yeah, he doesn't have quite the chance to just go off and score like he does, like he was. That's not a bad. That's not a bad idea, man. Going out and putting a package together of a couple young guys for Oladipo, and you could probably do that, and you probably you probably throw in Josh Jackson. Um, maybe you can get, maybe you can get, uh, maybe, maybe you get Plumlee in there and then you, you start Isaiah Stewart as center and then you get, uh, Charles Basie as your backup center yeah. and you got Demboya to help to fill, fill gaps for you. And then you got a pretty solid rotation. I don't hate it. Or Lonzo Ball. I don't think that that would ever play out. I don't think that uh, LeVar Ball would like it if he went to Detroit. True, but, but I think LeVar isn't as active in Lonzo's career as he is the other two brothers. I agree with that as well. Uh, this uh, emergence of the point Zion at the end of the season there is something that, that I don't think Lonzo likes. Do you think that's sustainable and is they're going to keep doing it going into the future? Um. I'm not sure why they started doing this, to be honest. I wouldn't want Zion my ball handler coming down the floor. I think they started doing it because then it, it pulls the it pulls the big defender out right off rip. I would just let Zion shoot it. Cool. Until he develops a more consistent three-point shot. And he's had some good games shooting threes. But until he's more consistent, I think I just let Zion shoot it. Okay. Now it's like for Joker, you can't do that because he'll hit him. So, so the, you think, you think? I mean, I've heard that Lonzo Ball might be on the trading block. I mean, and you think that they could put a package together that would that New Orleans would accept, and thinking New Orleans, it would make New Orleans better. I think you'd have to give up like the twenty twenty two second round first round pick. There'd have to be a first round pick and Josh Jackson involved, and maybe player. something else somewhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe Sadiq Bay, or maybe uh, some, uh, also a good deal. Yeah, if they could they could sign and tr- sign uh, Diallo and do a sign and trade and include him in the deal. Yeah, I can see. Um, that. Diallo is not even twenty three years old yet. Yeah, there's upside. And uh, there's rumors that there's going to be some teams really competing to get, to get yeah. Diallo. Um, I would think the Celtics, the Lakers, Mavericks maybe are the three that I'd probably put up there on the top for him. Uh, but in a sign-and-trade deal to get Lonzo, Josh Jackson, Diallo, first-round pick, maybe uh, that should do it. Maybe a future protected one or something like that. I don't know. That's already a big call for Lonzo. Yeah. I think that you could make that work, though. I would rather have Oladipo. It's more attainable. Yeah. Um, And you could give a guy that's a veteran a home. The health history makes Lonzo more desirable, I think. That's true. I don't know. It could go either way. I could make an argument for either side, really. Honestly, I could, I could literally sit here and argue either one. So. Yeah, very easily. Yeah. 
That's um, good. Those are good possibility. Possible. Uh, and then you really have a pretty solid eight, ten guys. Yeah. What's their coaching situation? Who's their head coach these days? It's uh, it's your guy. It's uh, uh, Stan, right? No, he's in New Orleans. Oh, you're right. Uh, it's uh, it's um, I have no idea. Gosh, I just looked at this too. It's uh, the guy that coached um. For the Hawks, I think before too. Yeah, I got I got nothing when it comes to the coach. Oh, I just had this up too, and I can't remember. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't remember right now. Hey Siri, who's the head coach of the Detroit Pistons? Siri, slow. Dwayne Casey is the coach for the. Dwayne Casey. I knew that. He was the Raptors coach, right? He was the Raptors coach. Uh, so they got a good. I mean, Dwayne Casey, pretty good coach too. There has there. been throughout the time. Yeah, been there, done that. Like you know, he's a smart guy. Um, so just with those few moves and not even really giving up too many things and keeping your core around still for just a quick uh, recovery, you're not going to be great right away. Where like the Rockets could be much better in a season. Yeah, it's it's going to be a longer process for Detroit. Unless they, I mean, you never know. They pull off the right, they draft your dude uh, in the two spot and then trade for Oladipo, say, and then sign the right free agent. Maybe, you know, maybe it all comes together faster than we think. But I, you're right. I expect the, I think it's a two or three year I, building process. I, I expect, like, it feels like the Rockets have a faster path to well, also, the Rockets had the superstar to trade to get him tons of assets. Sure, right away, sure, too. sure. And they have John Wall still. Yeah. Optimus Dime. <laughs> there you go. That might be the best nickname in sports. I don't know about that. I don't know. That's pretty good. I okay. don't know about Who's that. the best nickname in sports? The best nickname, nickname in sports? There's some really good ones, man. All the gingers that are like, Red Rocket, Red Rifle, Red whatever. I love all those. Red Mamba. I love that shit. Um, Grandmama. Okay, Grandmama is yeah, pretty good. I think I went. Gra- I think Grandmama, I think you're right I'm there. I'm just for saying, that if one. you deal me Grandmama, I'm pushing my chips in and saying all in. <laughs> you know? I'm all okay, in okay. Grandma. I like that one too. Yeah. I like Grandmama. I, I like the simple ones, the truth, the answer. You know, I love that shit. Well, I mean, creativity-wise, Optimus Dime is it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Now, the truth, the answer, those are like simple ones. They're you know? classy. They're classy. Yeah, they're yeah. You know. Uh, also, you might have you might not have to answer this. Uh, what happened to the and one hype man? The guy who did the voice. Oh baby, <laughs> hot sauce. Oh baby, what happened to that guy? You think? I don't know. You should do. Uh, you should do a little, little thing on him. You should look into it, figure it out, see if he wants to do the pod. I'm gonna. I'm going. If to. not, do like a little. You know, where has he been? Where is he now? Type thing. I'm uh, really interested in I that. I think guy. that would be an excellent fucking Nebraska Hour special edition. I mean, I just think that sounds awesome, right? Because because be just excellent. mentioning nick- nick- nicknames. Man, I mean, the N one tape, the N one like. No, he was, he's man, a legend. 
And like do, those guys were phenomenal to watch if back you then. You do too. the research and you reach out to the guy. I'll produce the fuck out of that show for you. Sounds great, right? Well, yeah. I, mean, well, I don't know what his name is even. I don't either. But you, I just thought of this. That's where you start. Obviously, find out the guy. Two K or the and one hype guy. Let's see what his name you is. Know, here. It's not really good podcast, like like audio content to listen to people Google things. I'm just saying. I'm just, like, you know, like, we who do once, you think that guy is, now man. we're doing it twice in, like, a five-minute span. Who like, do you think that guy is, though? I have I don't no know. idea, You're man. Tell me all about it. I don't even have it on here. It doesn't even come up. He will. He's just gone him. forever. You'll find him. He should be on the Big Three tournament. Or something. He I want to know what something. he's doing. He should be an auctioneer or something. Or oh, pre- man, that would be hilarious. Or a preacher. Something involving a voice, a booming voice, you know? We'll find out. Well, yeah, You'll I'm, I'm going to get on it. Report I'm going to see if I can find him on Twitter. I'm going to shout out to him. See I'm going to see if we can get the N1 hype guy on the pod. Yeah. I'm going to make. I'm gonna get that same email that Connor sent to uh, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Doctored up a little bit. <laughs> Doctored up a little bit, man, you know, and we're going to be jamming. <laughs> we're going to be jamming. Shout out to Connor. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that we fixed the distance. I mean, well, at least fixed them. You, we yeah. got to start. You got them heading in the better direction than where they're at. So next year when we do this, we're going to be like, oh, the Pistons are the 16th, uh, 16 pick. And if they listen and they followed all of our advice. Yeah, and now if they follow all of your advice. I feel like the 16 pick is the ceiling. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, it's a step in the right direction. A first you know? round loss in a playoff of the Pistons oh, would be. Oh, no fucking way. I will bet the farm they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> or the play in. They're not even making the play in next year. They can't get a 10 seed? The East ain't that strong. When the East is in the house. Oh, my God. When the East is in the house. Oh, my God. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there's not the East isn't really that good, man. Well, who so for the East to get into the 10 spots, that means one of this year's teams from one through ten have to not make it. Who do you think is gonna not make the playoffs next year out of the East? Um Like man, that alone I mean, I mean the, the Wizards are going to be there, I would assume. Right, and like that alone is hard. It's like there might not be a slot for them to take. And then they have to compete with the Orlandos and the other teams that didn't make it also for that potentially empty slot. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. There I mean, might, there an might, injury here or there to a star player, would somebody drop? That happens almost every year, too. Yeah, there'd have to be. There, there's always something that but happens. Like, let's remember the Raptors didn't make the. Oh, did they make a play in game? Yes. Okay. Yes. That might become opening. Yes. Yeah, there, there's, there's a slot. Yeah. It's a big a boost. Somewhere. It's there's a big a jump. Yeah. It's a big jump. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, congratulations, buddy. I think you fixed the Detroit business. Or, again. We're on the, wrong, on the right path. Got him heading in the right direction. Um, who who are, we, who are we talking about next week? You just mentioned it. The Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic. Lots of pieces. Lots of pieces. What the fuck do you do with Mo Bamba? We, oh, man. We will get to the bottom of that. We will find an answer. For and, and your guy. Jonathan Isaac. I mean, you know what you do. You wait for him to get healthy and you give him all the money you can get. Yeah, you keep him around. Right. That's the easy decision. The question is people like Mo Bamba. 
people that are on the peripheral. Mo Bamba, I thought was going to come out and make a big splash this year. He really didn't do it. Never got a chance. Never got. Just didn't. Yep. But next week, man, talk about the Orlando Magic. Yeah. All right. Well, the Nebraska Hour and Bet Your Ash Bushwood or BYA Bushwood and Bet Your Ash are all recorded on the studio level of Capital Cigars, nine one nine East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. The finest cigar lounge ever opened. And, and, if you want to say anything to us, you know, use social media. That's what it's for. It's at Bet Your Ash Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And then what's your, uh, yeah, if you guys think that I'm terrible at the Pistons GM, you can get at me at Tim Nebraska on Twitter and Timmy Nebraska on Facebook. I think you're pretty much on par with the GM they have at present. I probably yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for having me. You got it, man. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you really got to find out who this guy is. I'm on it, man. I'm on All it. Right. All right. I'll talk to you later.